Everyone recording? Yes. What is this? Yep, I'm recording. So, Lance released a video yesterday. He did. I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> the tables have turned. I have. <laughs> and it's about the epitaphs. Yes. <laughs> but I'm sure he talked yeah. to you about it, Richie. <laughs> yeah, I know roughly what he's done. I just haven't yep. watched it yet. Okay, so uh, you guys talk about it. Go. Uh, okay, so um, yeah, yeah, so basically in the uh, in the uh, network test of Dark Souls three, uh, there were areas you can say that had these uh, you can say tombstones slash epitaphs on them, and once you interact with them, it actually reads uh, some kind of story or let's say uh, what happened to the person that was buried here or the purpose of the epitaph you can say. So there were so these sort of mysterious lore bits that they gave us that in the alpha they mm. in the network test they really didn't make much more, let's say, sense, because we didn't know the story of the game. But, uh, well, that's because he accessed the, he has access to the network test and the alpha files, he was able to actually view them yeah. again, and, um, like, see, see them again better, let's say, better in the context of now that we have the final game. Yeah, so basically, um, they're restored, but also they're not, because what he's found, done is he's found where the epitaphs would be. And he's able to restore, like, exactly, like, the epitaphs, the form they took was there would just be a tombstone on the ground. You'd walk up to it, interact, and read it. It was like the law notes in Bloodborne. So, what Lance has done is he has managed to restore the epitaph, like, object, but the actual, what was written on the epitaphs is is unrecoverable. Um, you can't recover the, what would they would have said. They just say, like, like you know, Irithyll Epitaph 1 or whatever. But um, what he's been able to do is because he can show you exactly where they were in the alpha and in the release game, you can kind of get a feel of like, okay, maybe who this referred to. So an example would be in the Cathedral of the Deep, there's that uh, gravestone you find that's got the Saint Bident on it. In the alpha, that is an epitaph, not not a gravestone asset. So based on where the Saint Bident is now, you can say like, okay, the epitaph there was probably the epitaph of saint klimt because that's who you read about on the on the uh, saint Bident. so probably that mm-hmm. um another example would be like before the two the two dragons guarding lothric castle there's like two gravestones next to each other that would have been epitaphs and it's like maybe those epitaphs had something to do with the two dragons we don't know yeah, it's because there is especially uh, yeah. specifically there are two. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah, and it's like okay, so that's probably connected somehow, but yeah, without yeah. the text, we don't know. The um the only epitaph text that we have is from the network test, just because people were able to capture it when they were streaming it. Yeah, yeah, and they're even in the final yeah. game. They are in the final game. Actually, All right. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah, and yeah. the like files of the final game, they're there. Yeah. So I guess like they they finished the the high wall ones and just didn't do the others. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So like um from memory the ones, uh the ones there are like there's one in the in the room where the dark wraith is that used to be an outrider. Yeah. And there's an epitaph there that mentions like um something like an exile chased from his cold homeland. Yeah. That area specifically, like, is, 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 there's a lot of stuff happening in the development of the game for that. Because uh, if you remember, yeah. like the bonfire sacrifice cutscene uh, that was in the, in the one of the early trailers in Dark Souls Three, mm. is the one that you show, like he's putting the sword inside the corpse. It actually happens in that room. 
Yeah, yeah. And like so, that room also um like it's it's got a name. It's called like internally it's called like the Tower of the Beast Knight, meaning the Outrider. Yeah, it's yeah. like a beast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I wonder like if you actually let's say maybe started from there and started to like ascend it through the castle maybe. I'm yeah. not sure. And it's sort of weirdly designed because like the back side of that room connects to another part of the castle, but there's just a wall. Yeah. And like they could there could have been a door there. And it yeah, yeah, and like the, that would yeah. have been your first bonfire, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's it's full of like odd things like that. And yeah, yeah. In the in the end of the game, it's just like it's it's just a dark wraith there for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's yeah, there's uh, one in um uh, like the very beginning of the game. Uh, it's just hard to explain. Like when you just basically drop down the first ladder. Yeah, the cell. And there's yeah. like a yeah, there's a cell there, and there's just uh, an epitaph that says like this is the grave of a retainer who na- who uh, raised his sword in the name of the Lord of Cinder or something. Yeah. Um, the most. In, oh yeah, there's there's two that seem to be kind of significant to the story that we got and also didn't get because it's clearly not finished. Um, in the room where you find the Estus flask, I'm doing this from memory. In the room where you find the Estus flask shard and this key to Grey Rat cell, there's one that says um, "Fear the sun's temptations and the winged executioner." Winged executioner seems to refer to the the angel knight in the courtyard because it yeah. comes right before that. So there's something about like the black sun and the the winged knights being connected, and then uh, on the approach to where the dancer and Emma are in the retail game, there's like one much stronger than normal Lothric knight who's wearing blue, and he's standing above these corpses. But in the uh, in the network test, I think it's like a dead pilgrim, and the the epitaph next to him says like um, he was chased from his homeland and haunted by images of a black sun. So it's like the epitaphs in the high wall seem to be setting up the what exactly is going on with the eclipse and the angels and everything. And none of that really articulates in the retail game. It just sort of happens. Yeah. But it seems like that was this is all the stuff about people like seeking the eclipse and like being sort of haunted by the the image of the eclipse and it like sort of coming to Lothric because of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a shame that we can't we can't restore them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The problem with Dark Souls Three is that like uh, the, the the story was completely different. Like if you remember the leaked pictures from the yeah. no that were leaked, like it was a completely different game. Basically, like everything yeah. was different about it. So it's sad that like we really can't know about. It. I actually did contact them to know like if they can sort of provide context <laughs> or anything, but they didn't answer. Yeah. They didn't reply to my email. <laughs> like I wanted just to get like, that email a lot. Yeah, Santa, they yeah. were like, oh, <laughs> this guy no longer makes Souls content. Unsubbed. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, like, I wish that we can just, like, it, it, because it seems like it was, I don't want to say a finished build, but at least it, sh- it looks playable, like, from the pictures. Like, in terms yeah. of graphics and everything, it looks very playable. So, I like, like, I wish that it would just, like, how the debug m- m- mode was leaked for Dark Souls 1, that this one would leak somehow. <laughs> Mm. Well, I think Lance is working on like restoring the uh, the debug menu into the retail game. I think. Oh yeah, he told me. He I know was he's done. On, he's yeah. done that with Bloodborne. Yeah, he's he's got the Bloodborne debug working in the retail game. So I don't think he, he got it the- fully though. I think it doesn't have text. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's working, like but it doesn't have text. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah, it's from an earlier build, so it yeah, doesn't yeah. quite match up. Yeah. 
Yeah, because the codes from the game, I think, that load the text files, that like the fonts of the debug, mm. are not being loaded. Yeah. So yeah, that's um, that's epitaphs, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Lance made a video about it. <laughs> Probably explains it better than us. <laughs> but no, like an interesting, <laughs> an interesting thing about the video is that he showed some of the you can say like early designs for the maps, like enemy placements and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, one of the most let's say interesting stuff to me was at the very end of the video where he showed the uh, the like hole where you find uh, Hodrick. Holy uh, Hodrick, his name is right. Like, yeah. Where you find the Holy tree boss. Hodrick. Yeah. Yeah. So like when you fall down, it looks like the environment around him sort of like there's an NPC there that's wearing let's say I'm not sure if it's random clothes or that's how he's supposed to wear and like yeah. the around him is just sort of looks like a library of sorts yeah the um in in the curse rotted great woods pit in the retail game there's these like stacks of bodies sort of against the wall kind of like in coffins and in the version that Lance has found those those stacks of of uh, bodies are actually bookshelves yeah exactly yeah yeah, and there's like a table down there and there's an NPC down there. And we're not entirely sure what is going on with it. And like like you were saying, like the, the what the NPC is wearing, one of the issues with putting alpha content and like restoring it is that like sometimes it just loads sort of mismatched gear. Like it doesn't quite because the gear may have been changed. So like the NPC down there from memory, he is he has like um it looks like the Nameless King's headdress. Yeah, it has, and yeah, like, it has the head yeah, of the Nameless and King. And yeah. he's got like a gargoyle flame hammer. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's not what How he looks like. It's, to be, like yeah. it's like a boss set, but mixed with other sets and like yeah. just some random <laughs> weapons. So, yeah, they were probably someone else originally, but. Um, Didn't someone have a, have a theory about the curse wood and the library and the books? Yeah, you did. Yeah. Another one of your. Brilliant. Weird predictions that came true. <laughs> Brilliant strategist. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant oracle. What, what did I say about it? You you said that the reason that the books in the Grand Archives have the hands coming out of them is that the paper in them is made from the pulp of the Curse Rotted Greatwood, which also had a hand coming out of it. Oh, that's interesting, actually. <laughs> and yeah. looks like it came true yet again. <laughs> I wouldn't say it exactly came true. It but was it, closer than what you suggested. <laughs> it's it's closer than um, Ludwig killing Maria. No, no, no. Okay, let's not go there. It was pretty close. It's just it happened to be Simon, but it could have yeah. it. But it could have been Ludwig at any point during the development. That doesn't like stand up in court though. Like if you accuse someone of murder and then say like, "Well, someone <laughs> did it." Uh, I'm pretty sure you did it then. <laughs> well, no, no, because everybody thought it was suicide, and I was like, it was murder. Yeah, it's it's true. You got it. It's true. I got it. And one day, San is gonna find Ludwig killing Maria in the hidden files, and yeah. I will be vindicated. You will. Is that the word? Uh, it can be. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure it's just like Sinclair actually works at From Software, and she's just like she can't say stuff outright, so she just says like close <laughs> stuff oh, yeah. that she already knows, and then like when they're revealed two years later, oh yeah, I protected yeah. them when she actually she was working there. She's got an NDA. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Uh, actually, a Miyazaki. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Well, well if you're okay. Miyazaki, make Bloodborne too, or Demon Souls rema- remake, please. <laughs> Listen, Bloodborne Two is coming out in 2023, and okay. Demon Souls remake is coming out in 18 months. 
Okay. We'll lock that in. Yeah, we're, yeah, exactly. Write these down, and we're gonna see if yeah. this, if, the, if at least one of those is right, then we know the true identity of Sinclair now. Yeah, I'll start, I'll start leaking it. Yeah, <laughs> like just write it down on Twitter now. Like in 18 yeah. months, yeah. Demon Souls remake, and then like after 18 months when it's released, called it. 